For episode 10, the final episode of Talking Ad of season one, we will highlight one of my favorites of our manufacturing industry customers who are pushing FFF AM technology into new roles with their customers. Gerhard Schubert GmbH, and within the Schubert Group, Schubert Additive Solutions. Schubert is a global market leader in top-loading robotic packaging machines, TLM machines. A family-owned company founded in 1966 in Germany with a long history of bleeding-edge innovations. In the year of its founding, Schubert introduced the first box-erecting and gluing machine. Less than a decade later, they launched their first modular machine system product, an approach to packaging systems that over time revolutionized the packaging industry. In 1984, they launched the world's first chocolate packaging line, a surprisingly challenging task. And just a year later, the world's first real packaging robot. Decade after decade, they added more unique approaches to packaging, such as their core concept of counterflow, early and deep adoption of digital technology, novel approaches to things like flow wrapping, and early adoption and advanced mastery of robotics and sensing systems that allow them to detect, handle, and deposit an expanding range of challenging objects. And here's a critical point. Truly dedicated to the mission to deliver highly adaptable, highly modular systems to offer the customers a better and better experience, they have worked counter to their competitors' catalog bloat to tirelessly optimize and improve their components and capabilities and winnow down their product lines rather than endlessly expanding them. They're increasingly technologically sophisticated and yet client-adaptable lines are easier and easier to install and change over. As a result, they have earned significant respect in their field and among many top brands. Widely known brands such as Ferraro, Nestle, Unilever, and Roche depend on Schubert's automation solutions, along with many small, medium-sized, and family-owned businesses. So when a team like this begins to look to adapt 3D printing, you have to expect that they will explore this technology with great care in eye to what advantages they can draw from AM to serve their customers. In 2019, we featured Marcus Schindler, CEO of Schubert Additive Solutions, in an Ultimaker's story that we launched at Form Next. In this video, he revealed a key step in their thought process that led them from simply making parts with additive manufacturing, which is of course a very excellent thing to do, to doing something even more interesting. Originally, we started delivering the parts as a conventional part. We uh, manufactured them here, we post-processed them, and then we packed them and shipped them to our customers. And the problem was that uh, sometimes the whole process was longer than in a conventional process. We had to think about how we can send files instead of the whole material to our customer. The customer should not slice anything or should do anything in a, in a software. Just click and print. Just click and print. A bold and fully functioning implementation of distributed manufacturing on the client side that isn't something in a five-year digital transformation plan. This is something already happening today a key story for companies looking to adopt 3D printing in their businesses today. I'm Matt Griffin, and this is Talking Additive, a 3D printing podcast made possible by Ultimaker. On Talking Additive, we sit down with business innovators and allies to discuss the impact of adopting additive manufacturing. How does adopting additive manufacturing benefit a business today? And what will be possible in the future? Welcome to our 10th episode, our season finale for season one of Talking Additive. 
Since 2011, Ultimaker has built an open and easy-to-use solution of 3D printers, software, and materials that enable professional designers and engineers to innovate every day. Its global team of over 400 employees work together to accelerate the world's transition to digital distribution and local manufacturing. Schubert is a global market leader in top-loading packaging machines. For its digital robot-based packaging machines, Schubert combines simple mechanics, intelligent control technology, and high modularity, developed through more than 50 years of innovation. These machines pack products of all types from all sectors and industries, food and beverage, pharmaceuticals, cosmetic, technical products, in boxes, trays, cartons, or flow wrap bags. And now, 3D printing and a digital warehouse are helping to enhance this solution even further. In your work right now, what is the role of FFF-style 3D printing? It's my everyday business, actually. Every day, we do a lot of printing jobs. We have some projects, and yes. Mari Luisa Nerum is the head of customer service at Schubert Additive Solutions and the project manager of additive manufacturing at Gerhard Schubert GmbH. I met with Mari Luisa to learn about Schubert's innovative strategies to leverage 3D printing hardware, software, and network solutions within a strategy to implement distributed manufacturing on-site with their customers within the packaging industry. So Mm -hmm. how long have you been working with additive manufacturing, including your education? Since the beginning of 2018. So my complete career was in 3D printing, so I don't know something else. Do you feel that with all the time and intention, especially with such a fast-moving field, oh, yes. do you feel like you've been in the field for years? The time is just running, and if you think back, so oh God, it was so long time ago, and what happened since then? It's it's really stunning. So it feels like it's really long away. Yeah. Tell us more about the range of solutions that Schubert offers their customers. The Schubert Group has a range of different solutions for the customer. So the Schubert GmbH is developing and building packaging lines for liquids, powder, or solid parts, which can be gripped. Furthermore, there are companies for electronics, manufacturing, as a manufacturing parts, companies for engineering and turnkey parts. The Gerhard Schubert GmbH is the parent company, and they are very developing and building packaging machines. We have some engineering companies, which is also in Kreisheim, it's Schubert Packaging Systems. And another company is Schubert System Electronic. And we have one manufacturing in Bartolome. It's called Schubert Fertigungstechnik. Um, they make turn and milk part, also AM. They have a SLM printer and one Ultimaker. Then we have some sales companies in the USA and in Canada, in the UK, Shanghai. And we have Schubert Additive Solutions, of course. Uh, Schubert Additive Solutions was founded last year. Our vision is to digitalize parts production. We as Schubert Additive Solutions want to make safe production of functional parts possible. The print shop with all the settings are stored virtually and you can print them via safe network. It's pretty unique to find this solution where 3D printing is playing a role to produce parts related to packaging lines. Do you want to tell more about how 3D printing is uh, providing more options for these customers? At our parent company, Gerhard Schubert, we use additive manufacturing since 2012. 
and we have our over 100,000 AM parts in Fiat. So this, this is really a huge number. We have a huge knowledge about printing and printable parts. Right now, there are 80% SLS printed parts and the rest is FFF with a small number of SLM. To release producing on customer side, we need an easy to handle and affordable printer. Not that many customers would buy a SLS printer and all the stuff around it. So that's why we believe in FFF. So how long has your company been offering these solutions for FFF? Since last year, Schubert Edit Solutions was founded in 2019. And now since this year, we are on the market with the part box. So you use 3D printing both internally for development and solving problems, as well as uh, with external customers uh, who have purchased equipment. We have the most 3D printing in the Gerhard Schubert GmbH. So we have a lot of parts. We have only last year over 45,000 parts printed. Okay, the most SLS, but we do it nearly everywhere. And if they don't have own printing, we print for them. I had already projects for uh, Schubert System Electronic if they need a prototype or something like that. So the biggest client is our parent company, Gerhard Schubert. So the company builds uh, packaging lines and they, these machines are in really different branches like food, confectionaries, beverage, cosmetics or pharma. Therefore, our solution is not limited on area. So we have, for example, also clients in automotive or manufacturing. I talk a lot to the design engineers at Schubert and I talk a lot to customers like they want to have a 3D printer and they have a part box already on their side and they want to try stuff and have some questions about the printer, about the part box itself and how does it get running or how can they use it. Uh, what does digital warehouse mean for your company? It means for us, you don't need a storage while having a high availability. Typically, you need a big storage where you have spare parts and other parts you you need in daily life. And with a digital warehouse, you don't need it anymore because you have all your parts you need on the platform. You can save all the money you need for storage. So it's a lot of money. It's what is laying in the in the storage. Another benefit is the high availability. So you don't have to wait for some spare parts and you say, okay, I need my machine running or something like else, something else. You just have it available. And if some suppliers is not able able to deliver, so you don't get a part. And this is the, really a big benefit of 3D printing at the platform. You you always have it available. What new considerations were introduced when an approach to a digital warehouse was added with Partbox? If you send data as a company to a customer, you can't ensure that a part is printed like you designed it. And we need a solution where you can send print shops to the printer without losing the worth of the part. If you watch a movie on Netflix, you don't own the movie you only stream it, and this is the way we want to offer 3D printing for parts to clients. Furthermore, there should be a safe way to send the data to customer. Here we had already the perfect solution, the GSGate. It's a gateway from Schubert, developed together with Genua. Genua is the subsidiary 
of the Bundesdruckerei. It's the manufacturer of Euros, IDs, driving license in Germany. Bundesdruckerei is where all the money is printed. So you can be sure that we work with the highest standards in Germany for this gateway. And so we have really the highest standard on security in Germany. By working with that company, it proves to your other customers and uh, industry that you're taking security very seriously. Tell me more about this. So how do you expect these kinds of software and data strategies to evolve in the future? Like It, it seems you're already making some real successes just right out of the gate. Speaking of gate. <laughs> I like the comparison of streaming music or movies. I don't buy movies anymore to watch them. And I think it's going to be the same in the future. Why is that a benefit to the end user? Speaking from your customer's perspective, why is it better for them to essentially subscribe to parts and the ability to make parts instead of having their own design files to make those parts? If you use a 2D printer, you don't want to think, okay, how can I fix the printer? What wanna do and which settings do I use? You just use the, the standard settings and it's easy to print if the 2D printer is working, it's it's easy. And you don't think anymore about printing itself. It's just that you get the paper or in the 3D printing that you just get a part. You don't want to think about that much with printing. So we have clients with the cosmetics. They say, I don't want to know that much about the printer. I just want to print parts and it should be easy. And the printer should be easy to handle. And this is how it works. Speaking about you know, music and movies, this kind of thing. Do you, do you anticipate that your team will be making revisions to parts all the time so that the, the customers using Partbox will always get whatever the latest, most perfected version of a part? So if you buy a print shop from Schubert Additive Solutions, we go show that it works out. So we try it, we go show that the function is what you need and also the filament is the right one. And so we go show that you have the right Part. So uh, we call it a CPJ, a certified printing job. So tell me more about the the field in which your company works, the way that you sock it into your industry. We connect companies and clients with a software tool, and the software tool is Padbox. So we provide a platform where companies can upload their print job, and customer can print them easily on their site. And to make this happen, we need a background like a safe data transfer. Furthermore, we offer consulting like design services or uh, enable and ease print shops and services. So tell me a little bit about Partbox. What is Partbox and what role are they playing right now for, for those in manufacturing? Partbox is a streaming platform where you can just click and print and stream your part on your local 3D printer. It's a software solution. It's a streaming platform like Netflix or Spotify. So you just log in on your provider and choose a part which you want to print. And you just choose it and click print and your printer is running. Have you seen solutions like that before the part box came into existence? In this range, no. So you know some other areas with cloud-based stuff, but it's always only in one company. And we offer the platform for many companies to say, okay, our company want to offer their own clients the possibility to print on their own. And we offer the platform where we can uh, connect the companies and their clients. What kind of parts are they printing on their part box typically? Oh, it is 
this depends completely. So sometimes chicks and tools, sometimes format parts, sometimes really parts they use in machines, prototypes if they want to, but the most times it's with the stuff they use in all day long. So then now let's talk about the you know part box customers out there in the field in industry. So speaking in general, please give us a, a sense of how a customer using your solutions would be able to benefit from distributed manufacturing that they're accomplishing on site. Sure. The customer of the part box are companies which want to offer spare parts, format parts, chicks and tools to their clients. So they are able to provide a platform where clients can stream parts on their local 3D printer. They have always available parts and all the benefits of 3D printing. Clients can choose on the streaming platform the part they want to print. Select the printer if you have many printers, which number of parts do you want to have, and just click print. The data is going to send to the printer and the printer automatically starts if you have the right material in, in the material station, for example. So tell me a little bit about this. So, I, I mean, this is before your time there, but before your group had access to 3D printers, how, how common was it to manufacture and send parts uh, to customers? So Gerhard Schubert produced the most parts externally. So we have a really, really big number of manufacturers around us. So only local in the Kreisheim area. And we order them outside the house and we get it to us delivered. And afterwards we deliver it to the customer. This is the way it works right even now um, for the not printed parts. If you were to identify the kinds of parts that were suitable to 3D printing that allowed the Schubert ecosystem to use 3D printing instead of just manufacturing those parts externally and then sending them to the customers? The most 3D printed parts we used are tools. So every single part which is really close to the product, we need a special shape or something like that. In general, they are 3D printed. Okay, we have to take care and food and stuff like that. So we never touch a product directly if they have no picture around it. But in general, I would say we have the most 3D printed parts in the tool. So if we transport some bottles through the line, if we take some clips, uh, if we say, okay, we close the bottles or we just take on the etiquette, uh, everywhere, everywhere are the 3D printed parts in the tools. Oh, excellent. Thank you. Very helpful. Could you define uh, what a format part is and the role that plays in a packaging line? Because that is a term that is uh, not familiar to all of our listeners. Oh, sure. Now a time, a lot of products are really short-lived. You don't have them that long in the, in the store. And that's why packaging machines need to be really flexible. And a lot of companies need this because they have three, four, five, six different products on one machine. So every kind of product on such a line is their own format. That means that a format tool, which makes packaging lines flexible, because they are adopting the product that has to be packed. You can take an example. Uh, one producer wants to package on one machine, for example, chocolate bunnies for Easter or chocolate Santa Claus for Christmas. So every single product is one format. This means that you can't grip with one tool because they have a different shape. 
that means that you need tools which are only specific for that part you want to pick. And this is format. Formats can be quite different. So we have another example for the cosmetics. And on one line, there are 13 different bottles. So we have shampoo bottles, roll-on deodorant, makeup bottles with pipettes and stuff like that. And all those parts like plastic bottles, glass bottles, big box bottles, small bottles, all bottles are running on one machine. And all the different kinds is for each one a format. Why does it make sense to be running multiple types of products on the same machine? Is it mostly because the product needs are short-lived, like you'd mentioned at the beginning? Or are all packaging lines needing to accommodate multiple products these days? Right now, they are really short-lived. And because of that, you need this high flexibility on the machines. But you have also other machines like uh, ever-running products, which you always need at the store. And those are really running high and you never change the format. But the packaging machines of Schubert are unique because they are known for the flexibility. Also because of the 3D printing, because if you go closer to, to the packaged part, you need to be really special about that. And you you'd have to define some contours and every machine change in that way. And we use a lot of 3D printing in these tools. This is Matt Griffin, host of Talking Additive, Ultimaker's 3D printing podcast. This episode marks the thrilling conclusion of season one. Through interviews with top innovators, partners, and allies, this series offers a chance to learn from those who have experienced firsthand the impact of additive manufacturing. Talking Additive will return September 15th to kick off season two. And if you haven't had a chance to hear all of our episodes, I encourage you to explore the other ones in our series. A digital warehouse is a storage of all virtual parts and all virtual certified printing jobs he has. Our customer is able to search for parts and is able to store the parts digital to print parts on demand from the digital warehouse direct to the connected printer. And the security is the most important thing. So not all of the listeners of Talking Additive will have seen the Ultimaker Schubert video showing the modular format parts. Do you want to describe visually the clever solutions that you all are uh, implementing for how to zero in on printing separate parts that are matched to the product you need to address? We have base parts, which are in the machine and we use them all the time. And then we have those format parts like we talked before, and you can just switch them in and out and they can be quite different parts. Like one, we have a transport robot the transmodule and on it, we have those parts where the bottles is, are standing in. And those are FFF printed. And if you just want to change the bottle, or if you want to change the format, you just put out this 3D printed area and put another in where you can put in the right bottle again. And this is how we do it with all areas where the tools are connected with the, with the product. But the modular is not really special for Schubert. What has been adapted for the packaging line strategy to make it modular, to be able to accommodate these parts? <laughs> packaging lines of Schubert are in general built up modular. So we have eight different main parts like the frame, the different robots, the transmodule, or the machine control system. 
And because of that, it was like, okay, let's make the tools even more modular. And the design engineers liked the technology. So it was not a problem at all to change it in that way. Tell us about the importance of quick changes to accelerate changeovers and load balancing issues to match with immediate needs. Products get short-lived and the consequences are that a customer will need high flexibility on packaging lines. External to the packaging uh, industry, uh, it, it seems that the needs to have changeovers and do more complicated load balancing, especially with serving a, a regional need when you have packaging closer to end users, things like this, it seems like these, these needs are more and more complicated. Why is it that needing to do the kinds of things that Schubert does really well is a competitive advantage? Why is this uh, important for packaging? Products get short-lived and the consequences are that a customer will need high-flexibility packaging lines. And it's the high-flexibility, it is um, the most time really high-complex parts. And this is the best way with 3D printed. You can combine whole part groups together in one only part and, and it works out great. It's most times the easiest and you, you save a lot of money if you print really high complex parts, then you produce it milling or turning. So these are challenging times with a lot of opportunities for manufacturers, including FMCG, uh, fast-moving uh, consumer goods, and similar. How is packaging adapting to meet these new needs? Fast-moving customer products are really fast-living, and the packaging industry needs to keep the flexibility really high. And Schubert is really good, especially for 3D printing. All the parts are really individual. And if you want to change a product on a line, you need to change every single part. You need to package just one product. And with 3D printing, we can use the rest of the machine and only just the little part which have, has contact with the part. We have a good point in the market because of our 3D printed parts. We'd love to hear about some uh, recent projects, even speaking generally, where you're able to use 3D printing successfully for positive impact on a process or project. So Schubert builds a huge line for cosmetics. So it's for the Asia market. And we printed over 850 parts for this packaging line with the support of Ultimaker. And it worked out great. So it's a really huge line. So it's not built in two months. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, so what are those parts on there? It's an impressive lineup of parts. Do you want to talk about how you made various solutions? Those printed parts are for taking the bottles. And they just go through the whole line. And in the first step, they get the bottles into our format parts that it's standing in. Then it gets filled. Then it's going to be closed. Then the etiquette is going on. And this format parts goes through the whole line. And it's a really long line parts are yellow because of the vision system. We have some bottles which are black and that we can say, okay, those are the parts and this is the bottles. What is the product and what is our base plate? Uh, we say, okay, we print them yellow and everything is working quite good. There's some other parts that look to be printed in different colors, but compared to in, in the past, like 10 years ago, if you look at automation line, you're used to seeing mostly like, like metal parts. And so it's sort of exciting seeing this new approach. It catches the eye. 
Thank you for telling me about that that project. Are there other companies within your industry using 3D printing this way, or is it still very unique to um, your solutions? Mm, so you want to know about packaging companies. So if you go on a trade show, you don't see printed parts. You see it in a Schubert machine. Other packaging companies don't use that much printing. That additive manufacturing is perfect for this situation. Not that many other companies in the packaging scene use printing because you need experience about 3D printed parts, how to design them. And we started really early. You have to know what you're doing. And that's not always that easy in this area. On Schubert Additive Solutions, we are... I would say we are the first PPS system for the AM parts in this range. Let's talk about distributed manufacturing. What does distributed manufacturing mean for your company? And what are the core challenges that you're looking to solve by your focus solutions on, on approaching it? I always understood distributed manufacturing as contract manufacturers who get the data via cloud and produce parts for me. And I send those parts to the clients. The difference to us is that the clients print parts themselves and, and they don't need any externally manufacturers anymore. If it's that way we talk about, then I would say it's the base of our business. It is how we're talking about it. One way to think about this is lean manufacturing. What One of the goals there, and exactly like you mentioned, it's possible to now solve some logistical needs internally in ways that have been in the past just talked about in terms of local providers. Yes. So tell us a little bit about how this is used internally within Schubert. Internally at Schubert, we use it in the meantime as a PPS system. We store all our print shop at a part box and everybody who is allowed to print can print from everywhere he wants to and he can check if the printer is running so everywhere he is. So at Schubert, we use it really as a PPS system. Hmm. Okay, great. So how does distributed manufacturing relate to lean manufacturing and manufacturing 4.0? Both topics that are, uh, of course, have a lot of, they paid a lot of attention to in, in the German manufacturing ecosystem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, one part of lean management is avoiding waste and time is a part of it. And the process of order and shipping needs long time. That's where we can save immense time until the clients get the parts which they need. And here they just click and print and they have it. Uh, and do you talk about manufacturing 4.0 related like digital transformations, et cetera, within your company when, when talking about the uh, product that you're offering? Not really, we're just doing it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's totally perfect. Uh, so let's talk about the supply chain and Schubert Additive Solutions' vision for the evolution of the supply chain. How has fused filament fabrication impacted supply chain for these customers of packaging lines that are taking advantage of Schubert Additive Solutions? Okay. The supply chain today is like someone has to ask for quotes, someone has to write a quote, a customer has to write the order, the company has to write the order confirmation, and the part has to be produced. The company has to write the delivery note and the bill and the ad, it has to be delivered. And with the part box, it's just like click and print. Just click and you print. You don't need to deliver. So you save the time to produce the part 
and to deliver it. And all the stuff after producing it, you need time to write the bill, the delivery note, and then to deliver it, the part itself. And it takes a long time. And if we want to send a part from Germany to the USA, it's, it's really a problem because it takes a long time. And it would be great if the customer in the USA just print. And it even would take longer to deliver than print a part sometimes. List out some of the elements for the supply chain that are, are key for your company and for your customers. In particular, the ones that you think there will be further evolution in how they'll be addressed in the future. But the delivery time, the flexibility, the quality and the costs. I think really important is the availability so that you have always a part available. So this is really, really important. If you even if you have for the if you have spare parts or something like that you need. So I think this is really, really important also in the future. And with that, it comes exactly the, the quality and delivery time. But I think the availability is the most important aspect. Uh, so what do you think may happen in the future to evolve this further? I think streaming gets quite normal in 3D printing. I think it's going to be more and more in the future. So you see 3D printing as a distribution platform with the streaming of secure parts as being a bigger and bigger part of uh, how the supply chain will be handled for parts in the future. It... Distributed manufacturing will change the supply chain. Yes, I think the availability is really important, but also the delivery time will skip and the flexibility of uh, when do you need something and it will say, okay, maybe it's what's wrong, I want need something else. So, it, I think 3D printing will change the supply chain in a, in a really big way. Obviously, we hope that as well at, at uh, Ultimaker. So tell us how Schubert approaches software solutions for packaging. We like software solutions. So Schubert has his own machine control system, uh, VMS, Verpackungsmaschinensteuerung. So, and this is really unique in our area. <laughs> and, we, and the company is working on their own digital platform we are really open-minded to create own solutions uh, for our visions. And this is how we did it for the Pathbox too. We built our own stream platform adjusted for the needs of business customer. And yeah, I would say it's really intuitive for handling. So how are digital files and data changing how your customers and partners work? So I think the way companies and customers work together will change completely. So it will be easier and faster because they don't have all the administration in the background. And it will be just, yeah, just print. Thank you very much for coming and joining us on Talking Additive today and giving us insights into Schubert Additive Solutions and the kinds of work that you're doing in packaging that are really changing the, the field. Yeah, sure. Welcome. Thanks again to Marie-Louise for sharing her insights into 3D printing at Schubert and the evolution of the packaging industry. You can read more about this story at ultimaker.com in the Learn section. We hope that you have enjoyed our 10th episode for the Talking Additive podcast. As we remarked before, this episode marks the thrilling conclusion to the first season of Talking Additive. Talking Additive will be taking a brief hiatus to return next month on September 15th, kicking off season two with a story featuring worldwide manufacturing solutions provider, JBill. We explore these topics and more on Talking Additive.
Enjoy our show? Subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. And we'd appreciate it if you would post a review to Apple Podcasts or wherever you prefer listening. Join the conversation about additive manufacturing by subscribing today at TalkingAdditive.com. Thanks again to Marie Luisa and the Schubert Additive Solutions team for joining us for this episode. Thanks also to series producer Hannah Takini, studio manager David Roberson, executive producer Nuno Campos, and a thank you to Brian Scary and Giulio Carmasi of Hummingbirds Custom Music and Sound for the music and episode sound mix. I am host and producer Matt Griffin, and thank you again to our listeners. On Talking Additive, we hold conversations with colleagues and customers about 3D printing's impact on business.